0: Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting MaxLawEvents.com. Run your law firm
1: the right way. The right way. This is The Maximum Lawyer,
2: podcast.
0: Maximum Lawyer
3: Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. This is going to be a pop-up podcast with one of my favorite people and a person that I'm getting to know very, very well. Today we're going to be talking with Harlan Schillinger and Eric Kaufman about Lead Docket. Harlan, you want to talk a little bit about
1: Lead Docket? Well, Tyson, thank you very much. Once you do get to know Eric, you're going to love them a lot more than you love me. With that being said, Lead Docket is an interesting tool. I got involved in understanding intake and conversion about 10 or 12 years ago. I've said this on several of your podcasts because I noticed that employers were not really accountable. And being in the agency business for almost 40 years, the question would come to me, well, give me more leads. My question back was, well, what would you do with the last ones? Their question back to me was, well, they weren't any good. They were junk. And I started to really scratch my head. And at the same time, 12, 15 years ago, the climate changed. Climate changed dramatically. The law firm started really get into advertising. Advertising agencies were springing up. And it was a very, very competitive field. So really what I was thinking was that we need some accountability. You know, what's going on? Started to record telephone calls, making ghost calls, real calls, and really paying you know strict attention to, well, what is going on in your office? Lawyers seem to focus mostly on what they have, not what they don't have. And about uh, several years ago, a number of years ago, my dear friends, uh, Dino Colombo, who is a great trial lawyer out of Morgantown, West Virginia, and Eric Kaufman, started to dabble with software for their own needs, for their own office, on how to be more accountable. They didn't really care for what was on the market, or it wasn't intuitive enough, or they just wanted their own. Eric is a really bright guy, and he and he says, I can I can build that. So they proceeded to do that, and. Um, some reason, they brought me into the project, and I said, my God, this is fantastic. We're going to market this. I, of course, was looking into software. I was being courted as a partnership from another company, and I said, this is it. So Eric went ahead and built this tremendous platform. He built it with a, a number of goals in mind. But the most significant thing I'm going to say before handing it over to my partner is that what you don't know, you don't know. lawyers count what they have, not what they don't have, and they don't know what they're missing. In any law firm, if you are honest with yourself, the biggest problem, the biggest challenge is in what we call the chase. It's not answering the telephone, which needs a lot of work. It's not signing the client, which is great. It's that whole in-between piece that when the client or the prospect says, let me think about it, or let me get back to you, or I want to talk to my husband or my wife, what happens there? 70% of your action happens in in that arena, and that's what Lead Docket does best, and Eric can also capitalize on or express what else it does great, but to me personally, I'm so focused on conversion. When you can convert more leads
3: that are already paid for, that is significant dollars. That's great stuff, Harlan, and it's a very, very good introduction, so I'm glad you're able to give that overview. So, Eric, I want you to talk a little bit about what Lead Docket does. What does it do, and how does it
2: benefit attorneys? I'll take a step back from that. So some years ago, I, I have a software development background. I worked at a major public university managing a software team for a number of years, and I worked at, at Colombo Law you know, on the side and helping them with marketing. It was driving me crazy because they were doing intake on sheets of paper, trying to use needles to use their intake sheets, and frankly, no one had any idea what was happening. You know, we had no idea where the leads were coming from, which were converting. Uh, we would try a new marketing campaign with AdWords or you know some TV station, and you had no idea if it actually worked and I, I'm a numbers guy, and I, I just I couldn't imagine we were spending this amount of money marketing, but not really knowing if it was working. So I went out on a journey to find software to help us with this. And I looked at everything. I, I looked at, you know, FusionSoft and Salesforce and all the, the, the competitors in the legal space. And I just thought they were all so complicated that there was no way our staff would be able to use it. And it would just be another thing that kind of just sat there. And so I started building sort of a template of what I thought the software needed to do, really just to guide me in what I was looking for. And through the process, uh, Dino Colombo, said, you know, why don't you just build it? You already have an idea of what you want. Why don't you just build it? And so we built the software not to sell it. We built it just to solve our own business problem. And so what happened was after we started using it, uh, the first year we used it, we had a 30% increase in signups without changing our marketing budget. And we had the same thing happen the second year. You know, so we have a massive increase in the number of signups. And really what it came down to is we were just terrible at, at doing intake and managing the leads. So I thought it was just us. And I thought, well, I like got other law firms have this figured out. You know, we have the software that's helping us, but it, frankly, at that point, didn't occur to me that everyone was terrible at intake. But several years into this, I realized that we're not alone, and I think that the majority of firms have a very similar problem. And they, of course, when they get the whale, the, the huge case, you know, they, they jump on those. But your run-of-the-mill calls. The attorneys are busy. You know, a lead gets put in their email box from the web chat, or their website form, or after-hours call, and they just don't call the people back. You know, they think they do. They you know they make one attempt, and that's maybe the end of it. So if you think about how a car dealership works, you walk in the door, and you talk to the salesman, and they don't stop calling you, and emailing you, and texting you until you make a purchase or you tell them to stop. And those guys aren't geniuses, right? They they just have software that's telling them what what steps to take. And so, really what lead Docker does is just formalizes the process to make sure that every lead is handled through a defined process. So if you as a firm determine that you want to chase after, you know, potential clients, you want to try six times, then systems in place to make sure that happens. So I think one of the key points and just we're not going to go into, you know, lots and lots of detail in this short episode, but I think a lot of attorneys feel like they have something like this in place because they're using you know, Infusionsoft or Drip or some other mailing campaign. And, you know, as, as lawyers, you live in email, right? The email is your life and it's, it's connected to you. But the average person doesn't live their life in email. They live their life in text messages. So, you know, the email open rate is less than 20% and has a you know, less than 6% response rate, where text messages have an over 98% open rate and a 45% response rate. It's just a, a gigantic difference in being able to connect to your potential clients. And I've been working with Jim and, you know, in an immigration practice, how many people that are looking to become U.S. citizens spend their day in email versus in in text messaging? And so, you know, you just have to be able to connect with people in the way that they want to be communicated with. And it doesn't take a a whole lot of uh, additional effort to really make a huge difference in the number of cases you're signing up just by communicating with your clients better than your competitors are.
3: So Eric, I want to talk a little bit about that. So, and you kind of hinted at this. So, let's say you're using something like Infusionsoft. You're using something like CasePeer. You're using something like Filevine, one of these big case management systems. It could be Smokeball. It could be any of these uh, different systems. So, how does your, how does LeadDocket work with these other systems and helping streamline the process?
2: Yeah. So, LeadDocket is really the beginning. It's the, it goes before the case management system and. So, up until the point that they're signed up, they're in leadDAca, which is a you know a client relation management system and After the point that they're signed up, we have integrations with most of the vendors in the legal space, you know the filevine, the smart advocate Clio that once a case is signed up, we can send all the information directly over so there's no manual typing of any of the information and I think this really again back to the auto industry, the person that's selling you the car has software that's telling them to call you to help you make a decision to buy a car. But once you buy the car, you go into the service department database that's telling you about your warranty and the recalls and all that. It's a totally different system, right? The salespeople aren't using the same system that the service advisor is using because as you become a client, as you become a customer of that brand, it's a different process and it's a different expectation. So lead docket, like I said, it's the beginning part of the process. And typically, you know, you might get 10 leads and two or three of those might become clients. And so all 10 of those are going to be in lead docket to help you. You know, get some metrics and figure out what marketing is working, but then the two or three that you sign up move into I think, your FileVine or your whatever case management system you use.
3: So with regards to the text messaging, how are you able to leverage the text messaging using LeadDocket? I, I guess get a little more technical for me so people understand how that actually works with LeadDocket.
2: Right, so we have a way to set up automated messaging, so based on a lead status. So for example, if you schedule somebody for an appointment, Uh, We can set it up so that it sends them an automated text message telling them uh, the date and time of their appointment. And then maybe we'll send them a reminder the day before the appointment at 5 p.m., another reminder at 7 o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock in the morning, the day of the appointment. And so just these automations that make the process exactly the same for every client. And obviously, you're going to have a lot higher show up rate for your appointments when the people are being reminded via text message rather than via email. And we can do that really for any step along the way. If you send out a uh, electronic signature packet and we can do reminders that way. You know if you're chasing somebody if you if you got that web chat at night and you haven't been able to connect, we can automate that where we're sending the messages to try to re-engage with you.
1: One of the things that I see so so greatly to cap to you know to take what Eric is saying is that uh, you know you belong to a number of chat rooms and, and groups. And everybody's trying to piece something together. They're trying to find, well, does this work? Or what if I communicate with them by text? The thing that I'm so impressed with with Lead Docket, it's all one system that can be managed, uh, that you manage your intake. It's how you deal with people. It's part of your marketing. It's so, so important to be part of the marketing. This texting feature that Eric talks about is more than just, well, let's just text the client. It's a process. And, and the process is how do I communicate with somebody to reel them in, to bring them in and convert them to a client? And when you piecemeal uh, items such as, you know, well, I'll, I'll piecemeal, I'll buy an answering service from this guy or I can, you know, this shining object can help me text better. What it is, it's just piecemeal. And trying to keep all that together is almost impossible. And believe me, the client knows it. They don't know what item you're looking at, but they don't it's not an organized process coming at that. It's not smooth. And, and and that's what I'm so impressed with regarding this texting feature. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's maybe five percent of the system.
2: And that's true. I, you know, the, the thing about lead doc, and I think our our differentiator is just it's raw simplicity. It's very easy for staff to use. You know, and intake it tends to be a type of position that there is turnover and it's very easy to get new people up and going. if you ever tried to use you know, Fusion Software, Salesforce, it requires real long training to be able to be proficient with it. And so because Lead Docket is specifically built for the legal industry, it's, it's really very, very simple for somebody to use. And I think that's a major difference. And really, again, it's all about adding a process so that all your leads go through a defined process. And one of the places that I see a lot of firms lose leads, Harlan mentioned the chase, but another is, you know, the intake staff will get a lead. And they'll want an attorney to make a decision, is this a case we want? And they'll assign it to the attorney. The attorney is busy. They're you know, getting ready for a deposition or whatever. And that lead just sits there and it gets forgotten about. So lead docket has things in place that if a lead has been assigned to an attorney for, say, 30 minutes and hasn't been responded to, the intake staff gets a task to go check with the attorney. But there's just all these follow-up things in place to help make sure that these leads don't get lost. And that's really what it's all about—to make sure no matter what situation lead is in, there's something that's going to keep it moving through the process. I love that. So Jim and I have talked on the
3: podcast before about you know where you get the majority of your
2: cases
3: when it comes to signing them up, and and there's a, a gigantic vacuum uh, right around the mo- the one month point with people hiring attorneys, and that's it's really interesting because all these people at the one month point have not yet signed up with an attorney, but no one is following up. And so, and the ones that follow up are the ones that get those clients. It's really interesting. It sounds like lead docket helps you with that vacuum and getting those clients. I really like it. So Harlan, I've got a question for you. You talk to attorneys all over the country on a daily basis. What are the things that they're raving about when it comes to lead docket? I was at the Crisp video conference
1: two weeks ago. And a gentleman came up to me who has a sizable practice in Memphis, and he gave me a huge bear hug. And he, he said to me, he says, "Thank you." And I said, "Henry, thank you for what?" He says, "My business is so strong. I didn't realize what I was missing." Thank you. I'm up over 25, 30 percent. And then he walked away. I didn't have a chance to, you know, <laughs> you know, continue the conversation. He was just elated. But what I see, be specific, is that what you don't know, you don't know. Again, you know, Eric pointed out two really, really important factors, and the one that has to do with, you know, getting an answer on should I take this case, where you really get bogged down is an email. You know, I, we all get a lot of emails. I get to be 400 emails a day, and how can you follow that? How can you be organized in that? The most significant thing that I see is that lawyers don't have a process. They think they have a process. They have a process when it comes to case management because the case management company developed the process. Case management companies, I have not seen one that has the mentality to understand the marketing end of intake. And therefore, they put a traditional, well, I'll put up a screen and we'll have to you know check. And it's not a check and balance. It's not a marketing tool. It's not a true CRM customer relations management tool. What most significant thing that I see is how people correspond with their clients. I've written consistently about the ambassador of first impressions. It's the lifeblood of the firm. When you have a problem with a credit card and you get tossed overseas, and I'm not saying this because I'm prejudiced in any way, but you're dealing with somebody that doesn't really, is not really on the same page as you. You don't have confidence. You don't, you don't have a relationship. And what lead docket does, lead docket and the mentality of lead docket, because keep in mind, it was designed by a good lawyer, a fantastic Internet tech that can pull this all together, and an ad agency guy, myself. So everything that that we want in it has to do with how you deal with the client. Keep in mind, the number one reason, the number two reason that people don't like lawyers is their communication skills. It is a communication tool from in the office and out of the office with clients.
3: All right, Eric. So I'm going to start wrapping this up. I would ask Harlan to answer this question. We both know Harlan and he'll talk all day. So Eric, tell us a little bit about how people get in touch with you. If you want to talk a little bit about the pricing of the product as well, but how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in lead docket?
2: Yeah. So I would imagine that everyone that's listening to this can think of a situation in the last year probably the last month maybe even the last day that they lost a potential lead because they didn't do proper follow-up and if that's the case you need something right maybe it's lead docket maybe it's something but you need a c you need a crm to keep track of this stuff if you're interested in lead docket we certainly can uh, give you a demonstration show you what it's all about uh, you can check us out at lead or email us at info at lead docket.com uh, yeah the pricing starts at uh, 250 a month a couple users And, you know, we have some setup and training we would talk about depending on the firm. But it's pretty, you know, low barrier to entry to get involved. Excellent. Well, thank you so much
3: for coming on, Eric. And and thank you, Harlan.
2: Harlan, I'm going to give you the last word. You want to wrap things up?
1: I like the comment, what Eric said, whether you use lead docker to use something else, use something to develop the process. There really are very few items, pieces of software on the market. If you think you can piece it together, go for it. But if you're really looking to have an automated or a, a, a true, true process and do your homework and look deeply into it. The docket is a terrific tool. It's not for everybody. We invite people in to use it. Have a great day.
3: I love it. Thanks guys for coming on. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for
1: listening to the maximum lawyer podcast. Maximum lawyer podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. maximum lawyer.com.